When you visit a professor during their office hours, you're there to talk about the class or your grade. But have you ever just talked about their life, their journey? On Texas State's new podcast, Office Hours, listen to students like me chat with professors they've never met to dig deep into their lives, how they got to where they are today, and advice that lasts. You never know what you might learn from a simple conversation. So listen on Apple Music or Spotify. Episodes release every other Wednesday. Hi guys, my name is Giselle and I'm the digital marketing strategist here at Texas State University. You're listening to Try at Texas State and today I'm talking to the wonderful folks at Bobcat Farm. Located at Freeman Ranch, just about 10 minutes from the Texas State campus, Bobcat Farm is teeming with seasonal vegetables and blue skies under that sweltering Texas sun. The student-run farm is built on 1.4 acres with the goals of what they call the three sustainable E's, environment, education, and economy. Not only is a farm meant for agricultural students to learn beyond the classroom, it's open to anyone interested in farming and giving back to the community. I got to sit down with both Emily and Josh, the backbone and the right hands to the Bobcat Farm. Can you both please introduce yourselves, your names, what you do at the farm, and what you're majoring in? Hello, my name's Emily. I am currently kind of like a jack of all trades at Bobcat Farm. Right now, I've been kind of like a market manager doing the market in San Marcos, farmer's market, and then I also help coordinate volunteer events out at the farm with different clubs through the university. My major is agriculture, but my focus is horticulture. So mostly about like plant health and botany type subjects. Very cool. What about you? I'm Joshua Newton and I'm the farm manager at a Bobcat farm. Uh, we've got a bunch of infrastructure projects is kind of what I focus on as well as keeping everybody on task and, and advising on how to do all the different tasks around the farm. Nice. And so you're also an alumni, so what year did you graduate? I did my undergrad and graduated in 2012, and then I came back a few years later to do my graduate, um, and that was 2018 I graduated. So what was your master's in? Uh, sustainability studies, and I did a thesis on intercropping systems. So for those that don't know, can you guys describe what Bobcat Farm is? So Bobcat Farm is a student market garden. We focus on growing vegetables and teaching students um, organic and sustainable farming practices. So who founded the farm? A group of students actually founded the farm through the fruit and vegetable production class with Dr. Nicole Wagner. It was pretty much just a group of students who wanted to grow fresh produce and start a farm here through the agricultural department. So when we talk about the kind of research that you guys are doing, I know that there's a lot of research being done at Freeman Ranch with the livestock, but in terms of the vegetables and the produce that you guys are growing, like what kind of research are you doing on the daily out there? At the farm, we're establishing more growing space in order to make room for projects to happen. There are projects on the way to incorporate biochar practices in the beds. And biochar is highly active charcoal, essentially, you're making out of lumber. There's berry production that we're going to be studying. We're seeing good results up in Fredericksburg at the AgriLife fruit and viticulture research station, growing raspberries under 50% red shade cloth. Uh, the, the color red helps the plants grow more vigorously. 
and protects them from being absolutely scorched in our Texas sun. So we're going to try that, do blackberries, which are, do well here, and other stone crops. So whenever I visited with my intern, Tony, you showed us the kinds of, I think it was cantaloupe seeds that you were planting with her. My hands are super dirty. Okay. You don't want to get dirt in that bag because we're not going to use all those seeds. They will all start to sprout. Exactly. Gotcha. We make sure we clean our hands off. So what other kind of vegetables are you guys planting currently? I know you kind of went through a little bit of that, but for someone who's never been to the farm or hasn't even seen it, can you describe and go through what those rows and beds, what they contain? <laughs> yeah, we have a lot. Um, not, we don't have too much, but the fall we intend to have at least like eight different varieties of crops this upcoming season. 15 last time I counted. 15, yeah. yeah. But, th to, but <laughs> this, during the summer, it's a little bit more difficult to grow vegetable production due to the heat and the dryness of our area. So we're, we're focusing on summer crops right now. So we have um, two different varieties of tomatoes. We have eggplant. We have different varieties of peppers. Um, and we just seeded out some watermelon. So hopefully we'll get some watermelon um, harvested probably mid-September, I'm assuming. So I know you guys have a deal going on with Bobcat Bounty. So can you guys tell me a little bit about that and what Bobcat Bounty is and how that partnership works between the two of y'all? So Bobcat Bounty is a free food pantry for students. I'll say it again, free food pantry for students. Um, and they're at the um, Family Science building um, across from the recreational center. They are a food pantry for students and they actually receive a lot of donations from HEB, things that are about to be Best Buy expired or just going to be thrown away. Um, they also work with Hayes County Food Bank here in San Marcos, so they get a lot of um, stuff from them. So it's pretty much just working with them on being able to get students nutritional produce at a free cost pretty much. Um, that's our, that's personally my goal is to try to have students get accessibility to food that is well locally grown and it's sustainable and it's healthy. And for us working with Bobcat Bounty has just been kind of like our extension to reach out more to the community of the students here at Texas State. Yeah, I was gonna ask, how have you seen that impact spread right now with Bobcat Bounty? They said in the first hour, all the produce was gone. Wow. They said even the eggplant said there were a lot of international students who participated and they're not as like timid about egg, eggplant because a lot of them are familiar with it in their dishes. And it's really just Americans who are like, what do you do with an eggplant? It's like, come on, you know, <laughs> just look it up. It's fine. So for someone that someone like me, I guess, that doesn't know anything about farming, how can they get involved and like what kind of advice do you guys have or uh, want to be farmers? I definitely say start, you know, with your local community. If you're interested in, in getting into more of a depth of farming is you can volunteer too at those farms, just like us, like we're more than welcome to give students, um, San Marcos residents, anybody really a tour. And then if they're interested, then they can come and volunteer with us. Um, we do have a club. It's called Bobcat Farm. But anyone is more than welcome to come out to Freeman Ranch and get their hands dirty. Speaking more to yourselves, how has working at the farm helped you guys grow, no pun intended, as an individual? It's given me an opportunity to juggle a lot of different um, objectives. Something I really enjoy is is team leading. And I've definitely had the opportunity to do a lot of that. Yeah, I agree. I, I appreciate Josh so much because I'm I'm also learning myself a little bit more about the farm management side. And so while I'm in school taking these classes, I am implementing 
that knowledge onto the farm itself. Um, but I definitely want to see myself eventually have my own farm or my own homestead someday. And so I'm not really great with construction or carpentry skills. <laughs> I actually am like somebody who does not get excited to go to Ikea and like buy something and like, oh, we're gonna build this. I'm like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Give it to just, me a simple. Yeah, <laughs> like please. I'm, I'm more of the, like I love plants. I like being with the plants. I'm more of like a plant care person and being with people and students. I really love working with the students. Like it, for me, it brings me so much joy and that's my, growth is to be able to educate people about farming and sustainable methods and maybe in the future get back into teaching. I, I really don't know. I, I do miss it, but I also just want to continue farming. So Right. Yeah. So what kind of lessons has growing vegetables taught you about life? Oh boy. Um, it definitely learned. I learned how to collect seeds. I, I seed save now and I recommend everyone to do that is try to collect seeds just in case. Um, for an example, like the pandemic happened and you couldn't get a lot of produce. And it taught me that growing my own produce is me relying on myself and myself only. And that's probably the most important thing that you can do. Um, growing vegetables um, teaches patience. It takes a long time and any number of things can prevent the fruit from actually being produced. And so it's a lot of accepting things as they, as they wind up and knowing like there's only so much you can do and those are the things you put your mind to. And when the obstacles become too big, then knowing when to step away and, and move on to the next thing. Yeah, I've killed dozens and millions of plants <laughs> before I got a successful harvest, so definitely a lot of patience so what are you guys most excited about for this for the future of bobcat farm oh man i am just so excited to see the new projects that are gonna be underway super shortly like the hydroponics aquaponics i'm excited for the orchard when we get you know the pears the figs the blackberries raspberries the persimmons You're making me hungry <laughs> i know it's we are we're just so excited i know we're not we're not going to be able to get a harvest right away because that takes some time to grow but just to see it get started i'm really excited for the raspberries and from what they say we should get fruit the first year super stoked i i absolutely love raspberries i never thought we'd be able to grow them here because they just they're a northern plant but Seeing them do it in Fredericksburg and rave about it and advise us to do it, you're like, okay, you've been doing this for years now? It's like, okay, all right, fine. We'll <laughs> you're like, we can do this too. Yeah. Nice, <laughs> nice. Um, lastly, do you guys have a favorite memory at the farm? I think my favorite memory is, I guess I have multiple memories, is when the clubs come out. Like, for an example, we had the Eco Club come out. They're an environmental club through the agricultural department as well. They were just so enthusiastic. They were excited. They were happy to be there. They really wanted to just participate and learn what we were doing. We actually end up um, converting <laughs> a, a, an eco club member to switch his major into horticulture now from his original, um, I think he was like in geography or something. His name is Luke. Yeah, or poli sci. His name is Luke, and um, shout out to Luke. Mm -hmm. And um, now he's official member of the horticulture 
major itself and that to me is like yes that's, you know, that's like, got to be a great feeling knowing that you literally converted someone to a new major because of what you do at the farm yeah like I love that like I'm, I'm just like for him to be so enthusiastic and be out there and t- he for a long time was just a volunteer every day out there just like from 7 a.m to like noon or one o'clock he would just be out there harvesting or doing whatever he wants to do because he really cared about what we were doing and like learning about how to grow food and sharing it with the local community and so like it it was exciting for us and I'm just so happy to be a part of it for sure working with all the clubs I think that's probably my favorite memory so how can people find y'all if they want to join or volunteer or be a part of what you do yeah we are on Instagram as of now we um at TX State Bobcat Farm and people can follow there and they can also just direct message. I'm the one that runs the Instagram. So my name's Emily, if you have any other questions about that. Awesome. Well, that's it. Thank you guys so much. I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you for the vegetables. Yes. You're so welcome. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much to Emily and Josh for letting me visit the farm and getting to chat with you both. It's not every day that you meet people who are just as kind as they are hardworking, and it definitely shows in the food that they harvest. Find them at the San Marcos Farmer's Market on Saturday mornings and in the future on the quad here at Texas State. And thank you for listening to this episode of the Try at Texas State podcast. Make sure to tune in next time to learn more about something else you can try on campus at Texas State. And also remember to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at TXST. This podcast is a production of the Division of Marketing and Communications at Texas State University. Podcasts appearing on the Texas State University Network represent the views of the hosts and guests, not of Texas State University. Again, I'm your host, Giselle Kowalski, and I'll see y'all next time. Bye, y'all.